The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Railway Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters as always. As long as there's a football season, you know what mattered to me over the weekend and continues to be, as a matter of fact, important to me today is football. And I'm going to talk a whole lot about football. But uh, first of all, I just want to give a uh, give a shout out, if I will. I had a uh, a great conversation uh, this morning, of course, uh, trying to do the best I could to to improve the show that I bring to you on Tuesdays live all over the world. Although I'm in Phoenix, you can hear me all over the world, anytime, anyplace, anywhere. But live, you can hear me, of course, at uh, one o'clock, like it is, I believe, Pacific time and four o'clock Eastern Standard Time and um, and trying to do the best I could to possibly increase the the broadcast quality and and let the world know and I, again i want i want everybody to know yes the world knows that, uh, that that this show exists not only mine but uh there are many other people who also have shows out there on voice america that uh they get a chance to talk to people uh across the world so i was on the call today earlier uh with a very special person and you know i'm multitasking whenever i'm I sound as if I'm distracted. That's because I am distracted because I'm multitasking. So I'm looking up something on my laptop um, to get me prepared to make sure that I say the right thing <laughs> and uh, that you're aware of what was going on in my life earlier today. And uh, But before I do that, uh, I think I said that I wanted to give a shout-out. I was going to give a shout-out uh to Jen Carroll and Jen of course is with the company back in my hometown of Canton, Ohio. Pole position marketing. If this whole social media thing, if you don't have it right, you need to make sure you check in with, with, with Jen Carroll out there at Pole Position Marketing. And they will make sure that of course all your social media desires uh, to increase your um, enhance your business, enhance your, your your space, the things you're doing out there in social media. Uh, to help you monetize your site, make people aware, be in contact, know what people are saying about you, say things to people, interact with people, all those things you do in social media, you know, because you're constantly connected. So uh, be sure uh, to give them a call. But I, I just thank Jen for taking the time out to spend some time with me, educate me uh, about what social media could do for myself personally and my brand, Voice America brand, and all those guys that I work with here at Voice America Sports and the whole uh, Voice America Network. So I want to thank her for the time she spent with me. Um, I, I'd be, 
gosh, I'd be out of my mind if I didn't take the time out to say that I enjoyed my Martin Luther King holiday yesterday, spent some time with a lot of people who uh, really appreciate the fact what, what Dr. King did for us and what he did for a lot of people. I, I just I just want to spread the news. I want everybody to know it's not a black holiday. It's not a white holiday. It is a holiday for all people because this man died so that we all can enjoy America, the world, you know, like everybody should be as citizens, civil rights, that we all be treated like human beings, decent human beings trying to earn a living and do the right things for our family, regardless of the color of our skins. Forget the color of our skin has nothing to do with all about the character of the individual. And I'm doing the best I can to maintain that dream. Uh, I work in a, in a very diverse office here at Voice America. We have a, a very diverse uh, network of shows, and, and, and I believe that in itself is, is what Dr. King believed what could happen one day, that all, all God's people can come together. And we do that here at Voice America. The parent company, of course, of course is World Talk Radio. <laughs> so we've embraced the world. We don't care about the color of your skin. It's all about your character. You treat me right, I treat you right. So I'm going to tell you, we're going to move away from that, Dr. King. Thank you. God bless you. And now i got to say, another hero of mine is his birthday today. The greatest of all time. For those of you out there a little bit too young to know who the greatest of all time is, Muhammad Ali. Undisputed fact. Now, I understand on one of my other little, little boy shows, they were trying to have a debate about Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali, do Mike Tyson a favor. Don't do that to Mike. Don't have Mike defend himself as if he were better than the greatest of all times. You know, one of his heroes, probably his hero. Don't do that to Mike. Mike has too much respect for Muhammad Ali himself. Don't even put his name in the same category as that. You know, they, today Jerry Rice, as a matter of fact, was on the Little Boy Show. Because we're not a big boy show. We're taking over. We, we, we're not going to be addressed as a little boy show. We're going to be the big boy show. And, and Jerry Rice was being asked the question as you being, you know, by some identified as the greatest of all times to play pro football. How does that make you? How do you feel about that when you hear that and your name is up against there with Muhammad Ali? Listen, I, I, I love Jerry Rice. You know how I tell you Tebow couldn't be on my team. Jerry Rice can be on my team, would be on my team. No doubt about it. But I'm sorry, I just don't think of Jerry in the same conversations I think about Muhammad Ali. And that's because, the, and Jerry will, I'm sure Jerry, Jerry was uncomfortable with it. And it because, because Muhammad Ali stood for so much more than boxing. Muhammad Ali did what Tim Tebow was doing this year as a football player. See, Tim Tebow, you, and, and, and shout out to my man in heaven, Reggie White. There are many of us that are Christian men who don't always wear it on our sleeves like we should. You shouldn't have to ask me if I'm a Christian man, and I am. So you know now. You don't have to ask me. I'm telling you. But I should. it, it should be obvious to you. And, and Tim Tebow used the platform of the National Football League this year to let the world know, you know, who his spiritual leader was and what he believed in. He was successful at doing that. He was also successful on the football field. But Muhammad Ali... The man who celebrated his 70th birthday this year, he took the boxing world and the platform of boxing to let the world know that the way 
African-Americans were being treated in the United States of America was not right. And it wasn't that he was a draft dodger. He was just trying to say to people, listen, of course I love my country, but my country don't love me, and they want to send me over to fight some people. I don't know me, and I don't know them. And he didn't have a problem with those people. He had a problem with the people here in the United States of America. Don't hate the man for trying to fix what was wrong. It's my understanding from what I read and what I've seen that him and Howard Cosell had a very good relationship with one another. They gained mutual respect for each other, a Jewish man and a black man. So when we have these holidays that celebrate people who fought for what was best for the world, that things would be better if we, as, as Rodney King said, if we could all get along. It's not a black holiday. It's not a white holiday. It's a holiday for us all to celebrate. And so to, even though it's not a holiday, I think that Muhammad Ali's birthday, don't take this time out to compare him to some other athletes and who would have beat him in the ring. Mike Tyson probably want to come up on stage and knock everybody out for doing that. That's disrespecting Muhammad Ali. The man put his career on the line. He ran his mouth to let you know that the world, this United States of America that was ruling the world at that time was wrong for the way it was treating its own people. So for that, I love the man. And for what he did in the ring, I tried to emulate Muhammad Ali. Shout out to Ronnie Harris, 1968 Olympic gold medal from the city of Canton, Ohio. Man, I'm telling you, I'm just watching boxers back in the day. And again, there was things that boxers did. Football, you watch football players, do you watch basketball? You try to emulate that part of their life. What do you talk about role models for me? I always like to look at the role of which they're playing, of which I'm embracing to be a part of my life. And it's mostly what they do on the field, the course, the rings, whatever it is. And so, man, I wanted to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. I wanted to be Muhammad Ali. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Shout out to myself. <laughs> float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Sugar Ray wanted to be like Muhammad Ali. Now, come on now. Come on. Give it up to me. Give it up. I wanted to be like the champ. And it just so happened that sometimes what, and this is just, again, how things get twisted. It appeared that back in the day, a lot of times Muhammad Ali, when he was fighting, he would be fighting against a white guy in the ring. So what happens? All the black people with Ali, all the white people with the white guy. That ain't right. I know how to say the right word. I said that is not the right thing to do. So when Muhammad Ali got into the ring with Joe Frazier, when he got into the ring with, you know, uh, Ken Norton, when he got into the ring with Joe, you know, uh, George Foreman, you know, that was black against black. So then everybody had to just forget about the color of the skin and just pick a winner or a loser. But a lot of them didn't like Muhammad Ali because he was just trying to make things right for a group of people that were being treated so wrong. So I'm going to thank you, you know, and as a result of what happened to him in the ring, he's suffering and maybe his quality of life may not be what we think it should be for him. But I'm telling you, I bet he's enjoying the fact that he's still alive. I got one of the best original paintings a person could ever get in their life. I got an original painting in my house hanging up on my wall that I don't care how much you offer me right now, you couldn't get it. I would not sell it. It's of Muhammad Ali. I'm going to paste it up on my Facebook page too. It's huge. Sweat just jumping off his face. 
Shout out to Herman Edwards. Herm, you know I put my money on that painting when we was in Minnesota back in the day. Went up to my room to come back to give, you know, give him my payment. And you, you tried to get my painting. <laughs> but you, you stepped back and said, no, okay, if he just went up to the room, yeah, it is his. But Herman Edwards almost got my painting before I did. But I'm telling you, I got the picture of the greatest of all time in my house. And I'm just I'm just so happy I have the painting. I'm so happy for what he did in the ring. I'm so happy for what he stood for. And and because of Muhammad Ali and because of, you know, people like Dr. King, I'm here working for World Talk Radio, Voice America Sports. And you get a chance to hear me continue to run my mouth as they did, because men like that stood up for me and because men like Jeff Spinard say, hey, that's right. He's the best man for the job. Bring him in. Get it done. So we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. And, and, and so that just takes me right into what I want to talk about. And that's that's getting it done. And I'll tell you what, man, Tim did the best he could. But Tim did not get it done this weekend. And I'm so glad because I am tired of rooting against Denver just because they wouldn't let me win 25 years ago. Get Denver out the picture because, I, you know, when, when I although when they played the Steelers, I did kind of tell you guys, hey, man, I, I just don't know. I feel like Tim might make it happen. But then, you know, came this week and, and reality set in with not only me, but a whole lot of other people. You know, football is a game. Of, you know, I don't know why people think, you know, oh, this connotation of dumb jocks is connected. Listen, football is a game of statistics. Football is a game of, you know, you got to look at a team and what are their tendencies? You know, and, and, and tendencies and statistics will lead you to look at and evaluate Tim Tebow in such a way that you know sooner or later it's going to come out and the numbers will speak for itself. And consistently, Tim Tebow can't play the game the way he does and win in the National Football League. Because, and I keep saying this to people, remember a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Steelers and supposedly there was a game plan that was you know, they had two game plans, not two full game plans, but they supposedly threw in a couple plays in there for Brady Quinn. My question to you is you don't just for those of you outside of the game, I want you to understand you don't put in plays for backup just, you know, for the backup. You, you don't you don't do that. It's a game plan, and the backup is supposed to be prepared to execute the game plan based upon the game plan for the starter. You don't try to create a backup backup plan, a backup plan in case the backup has to get into the game, so we got a backup backup plan. No, you don't do that. The game plan is what it is. And when your ass get in the game, you better be prepared, because if you're not and you're a backup, you're going to be backed out the door. You won't be back in. You won't be a part of the team anymore. So the mere fact that they were considering a, a backup plan for a backup quarterback, not that Brady Quinn, it's not Brady Quinn's fault. In this case, it's the reverse. It's not that Brady Quinn is not sufficient to run an NFL game plan. It's that Tim Tebow is deficient. He doesn't have all the qualities that's necessary to be a consistent starting quarterback in the National Football League and certainly not one which you got to have one game plan for him and another game plan for his backup quarterback. 
that's just too, there's not enough time in the week. And that's part of, by the way, I want you folks to understand part of the reason why it was so difficult for people to defend Tim Tebow is because they were going against tradition and they were trying to defend against something that week in, week out, you don't see in the National Football League. You know, some things, you know, if, if, if it's play action, normally you play against and you defend play action the same way every week. But with Tim Tebow, the play action is not necessarily play action. It, it, it could be, you know, a read and it could be an option. So that's different than what else you're looking for. Okay, see, I'm getting all, Tim got me getting all off of, of my game plan. I'm supposed to be going to a commercial break. Okay, let me get off of the Tim Tebow thing and let me get back to the standard that we run here at Voice America, and that is go to the break, Ray. All right, you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, having a little bit of fun. I think my man Ike, the Spartan, might be coming here in a few seconds. We'll be right back after this break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga race course. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear that music, you know the show. You know, the rail of sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Okay, let me get back. Yeah, you heard that Tim Tebow thing, but... Um, Listen, I'm not upset with Tim Tebow and John Elway. I got to address John Elway just a little bit here. Okay. John said that Tim Tebow has earned the right to be the starting quarterback going into training camp. John Elway is an educated man out of Stanford University. For all those out there who says, uh, okay, listen, he says he's a starting quarterback going into training camp. Yes, there are lines to be read between. Come on, John. I don't know what the problem is, but you need to man up. 
and go ahead and be honest with the people. You know, because they're, they're following Tim. They liked him. They loved him. But the fact of the matter is when you said that Tim Tebow is your starting quarterback going into training camp, you basically said that there's a competition there still. You know, it, yeah, so what you said to them is, uh, yeah, anytime you go to practice, you know, you have that, you, you have a starting group of 11 on offense and defense. And, and so the person that goes into the huddle at whatever position uh, is, con- is considered the starter at that time. And so, yes, when you start practice the first day, somebody has to go into your huddle and it's going to be your starter. And so you, you, you basically dummied it down for us and said, well, on the first day, the first huddle, when they go in there, Tim's going to be that starting quarterback. You didn't say. Jerry Jones, shout out to Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones said, Tony Romo is my man. I'm, I'm behind Tony Romo. Shout out to Ike in the studio with me right now. <laughs> you know, Jerry Jones, big gonads. T-Bow, working with John, I don't know. John, I know what John got on the football field. John, John's a man's man. I, I, I got I to gotta bow down to him, you know. He did his thing. I respect that. But now when you're up in the big boy office, you got to make big boy decisions and use big boy words and explain in detail. What does that mean? Don't don't keep asking us to elaborate. Come on, John, don't play games with the fans. Tell us what you're saying. You're saying that right now Tim Tebow is my starter going in because he's better than Brady Quinn. But in the event that and we will be looking for another quarterback and Tim will still be the starter going into training camp. But that's going to be a competition. You know, there's no competition in Pittsburgh. There is there is no competition in New England. There's no competition in New York. There's no competition in San Francisco. But Ike, if I'm right, John said Tim Tebow is my, he's earned the right to be my starting quarterback next year. Says, well, well, no, and starting training camp. He didn't say next year. Starting training camp, he's earned the right to be our starting quarterback. Sounds like quarterback controversy to me. Hey. <laughs> Yes and no. Okay. First of all, doggone it, Ray. Uh, John Elway inherited this client, this guy. Okay. That's number one. He inherited Tom, uh, Tim Tebow. Tebow steps in and, and, and does the Tebow mania, no doubt about it. But still, you said it. John Elway, man's man. Brass Haningis, whatever yeah, you want to call right, it. That's right. Bottom line. That's right. So, I'm going to go little Michael Jordan on you. Okay. Because remember, Mike had some problems when he stepped up into that leadership position, pulling the trigger, getting the right guys in, making those decisions. I believe Tim Tebow has earned it, but at the same time, I think John Elway has a a, a nightmare waiting for Tim uh, uh, Tim Tebow, and it goes like this: You know, and I know, Tim Tebow performs on the field fourth quarter. Most of the time in practice, he had dropped all the way down to fourth team. Correct. So if I open up the year next year mm-hmm. and let Timmy have it, what do you think's probably going to happen? Because Timmy's not a practice player. And if I bring my guy in that I'd like to see kind of step in there, probably he's going to overtake Tim people. Now, the fans are a different story. You know, I got a problem. There's only two grown ass men I know in the world. That they call Timmy. 
Oh, the guy from Lassie? No. No. What's wrong, Lassie? Timmy Duncan. Tim Duncan, they call him Timmy. Yeah. He got a lot of rings. He got about a, he got about one handful of rings. Okay. Tim Tebow called him Timmy. I, I think see even in that I'm reading someone John called him Timmy. You know, I you know You don't like on. Timmy. That, that's a kind of, that sounds a little soft, man. Don't call you Timmy. Don't like Timmy. Yeah, that, don't call him Timmy. Tebow, call him Tebow sound rough. <laughs> Tebow sound like the dude that be playing football like You out don't here. like Timmy. Yeah, don't call him Timmy, John. I think that was a shot right there, okay? <laughs> now here's the next thing. Let me go and say this to you. You know, I, again, just prop the man up. Just just prop the man up. You know, I, I remember back in my day, one thing, you know, when I did my deal, one thing, you know, Fred Bruni said to me, the secondary coaches, I understand, but, you know, you and, and Marion Campbell said, you know, you want to feel like you're wanted, like you're appreciated. Yeah. And show me, my wife from St. Louis, bro, show me. Missouri. Okay, so, so Tim Tebow, what Tim wants John Elway to do is to show him. Show him. Stand up to these people like Jerry. You should have some mentors. And first of all, uh, you said Michael Jordan and, and Michael Jordan and John Elway. There's two different, two distinct differences between these two, if I'm not mistaken. I want to hear it. Michael owns the team, Mm-mm. and John is an employee. Uh, but John has to perform, and Michael can bring somebody in to perform. Now, in that's, event that he that's, does. Up, that's now. That's now. That's now. But that's back now. in Wizard Days. Yeah, in Wizard Days, it was something different. Yeah. But I'm talking about today. today. You know, And today, Michael's thing. Could possibly be a Jerry Jones thing where again Jerry don't want to let go of the reins, hire somebody to make those decisions, and you can still tell the man what to do, but put somebody in a position that can think about it 24/7 and nothing else. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, in this particular case, when it comes to John Elway, I'm saying that John, okay, again, you know, players like to play for players. Okay, that's why Harbaugh's cool out there oh, too. Oh man, cool okay. fan. Mike Singletary was cool, but Mike did his thing a little different. Okay, so somebody else comes in and say, "Okay, man, I know you feel bad, but I'm gonna patch you up, that's hook right. you up, and you gonna go out and perform." We ain't no pressure. Okay, John Elway needs to. John needs to show who he is. If he, you know, if you gonna ride in like the John Wayne on the horse, man, let people know who you are. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't tell me I'm going to be your starting quarterback going in the training camp. That doesn't, that ain't, that's not saying nothing to me other than that you ain't going to be my starting quarterback the whole year. You it's almost you, like, let, let me finish this piece. You, you it's almost like, something, it's almost like Carl Peterson said to us when I first, when I first made the Carl team. Carl Peterson? Carl Peterson, your man. Oh, when man. When I first made the team, he got like three of us sitting in there. Myself, Hubie Oliver, Frank Giddens, a couple other guys, rookies. I mean, rookies. Come to pick up our bonus checks for making the team. That's right. Sub $5,000 on the low end of the 5000 And he says, I want to congratulate you on, getting on making the team That's right. thus far. That's what the man said to me. Thus far. Threw you off, didn't All he? of us. But, threw but, threw but, you off. But he finished the statement. He said, because I want to let you guys know, we have been known to let people go. During the season. Yes, sir. And so to show you that he means what he says and he says what he means, they let some people go during the season. Oh, yeah. Not me. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Not me. But they did. So that's what I'm saying. I'm asking John Elway. Okay. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Let people know that Tim Tebow is going to be the starting quarterback going into training camp, but he will have to earn that job in order to retain it. 
and for me then to crown him as a starting quarterback for the year. Because you don't need to be going in each week. Because I'm telling you, man, that's, that's this wrong. is the way I did. I would actually come in that locker room each week, man, and looking look. around. And, and Jerry Robinson, shout Check. out to Jerry, Reggie Wolf, <laughs> and Herman Edwards. Hey, Herm. You know, I got your ticket. I got your ticket. What you talking about, man, bro? <laughs> you didn't know the coach wanted to see? You play to win the game. See, as a rookie, you believe those kind of things until you get comfortable. And how do you get comfortable? Till when you get your spot, you got your spot. And you know what? Guess what? I don't care. Come draft or high wall. Water, high hell, water, whatever. That's mine. I locked it down. Tim has not locked his thing down. So when Tim goes home, Tim is still worried about in the offseason next year. I think he'll be in the National Football League. But if, will he really be with the Denver Broncos? He hasn't earned that yet. Not from John Elway. And John is a man who can put the stamp on and say, it's a done deal. Tim Tebow is our Tim. What did T, what what T.O. What, what say? My quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. That's my, why can't John Elway say that's my until he says that's my quarterback? But you brought up two great uh, points in there that made me thank think. You. Thank you. Think thank right you. now. I, I'm like, okay, what is the main thing, Ray Ellis, as athletes that you wanted to hear from your coach? Okay, come on, come on. Did you want? Straight talk? Straight talk. Give it to me, coach. Straight talk. Or did you want that coach that kind of fluffed it a little bit? Because I got a feeling Elway, because back in the day, wasn't a whole lot of fluffing. No. No. They told it to you, to, and especially Dan Reeves. Oh, yeah. You know how much they used to butt heads. That's right. Okay? That's, so I'm, what I'm hearing and seeing is how does a guy go from player to GM the man and forget that one little important point that makes a player play for you. John Elway knows that how important chemistry is to his quarterback how about and the coach. How about, how about just quarterback, honesty. coach, and upstairs? That's important because when, when you know how it is. If you're on a team and a coach or somebody in, in the front office don't get along with you. When they walk in, th there's some tension in it's the room. Uneasy you, 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 see, we all been there. Uneasy. And so for Tim Tebow, come on, Tim Tebow, Tim wanted that platform the last time, even though, guess what? You know, Tim being the kind of man he is, okay, I got knocked down, but guess what? I'm coming back next year stronger, better. I'm going to be working with John. You ain't heard Tim say one time yet. Listen, the GM, one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played the game, that, I mean, assistant, whatever he is, held, vice president of football operations, has told me he's willing to work with me, share his experience, his knowledge of the game, which I know will attribute to me being a better performer on the football field. We don't hear those. And, if Tim, and if Tim got that from John Elway, he would share it. that with the world. Haven't heard it. See, and so I'm saying to you is that John Elway is doing a damn good job intentionally to keep Tim Tebow uncomfortable on that team until Tim either wins him over or until John gets a man that he wants. And, and we all know when him being a Stanford grad, he, he really was upset that it didn't work out that they hmm. get Andrew Luck. He wouldn't even have thought about it. He would have had the contract already signed, sealed. And, 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 and now let me say this to you. I'm going to throw this to you now. Come on. Come on, Ike. Because you, you and I didn't work for some of the same men. Come on. You know how creative they can be. What are the chances that you think that John Elway could take work out a blockbuster deal on draft day and luck end up with the Denver Broncos and Tim Tebow in Jacksonville or someplace? Uh, I don't know. It's why another Stanford man. I, I, I could see that. 
I could see. I don't know what has to be done to make that happen. Uh, but I I'm telling you, I bet you that John Elway is probably on the phone at Stanford right now. Whoever uh, uh, the coach got that first pick. Now the coach has said. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I was outside. I got a phone call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And guess what? Who's that? Oh, man. He told me to tell you. Bye. Oh, he gone. Jim Caldwell. He gone. Told me to tell you. Bye. On his way out the door. See ya. Hasta la vista. Baby. Now. Now here, that's, see, you know where I'm going with it. I had to bring you it up. You know where I'm going that's with it. That's why I served it up to they you. They got that first pick. Now, that first pick, if you play it right, you can, you can address one position while addressing multiple positions. A la and, and, New England. And, 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 and check this out. And if indeed Denver wants that pick that bad, and Andrew wants to go to New, wants to go to Denver to play for Elway that bad, he could pull another man. Uh, Eli. Uh, you, you see what? It's all there. Uh, Eli. See, because and Peyton part of the deal. So Peyton know how they worked it out for his brother. Mm. Are we on to something right here? Mm. We could be on to something right here. We need to mix it up a little bit. Put it in the oven. Bake it. Man. Bam. The L way. You know you digging, don't you? I'm telling you, you man. You scratching but and you digging. But you know, like I listen. Okay, we we got to pay some bills. But when we come back, I I think we got. I just want to know if you concur with me or not. I, I mean, I'm getting I a lot of that. Scratching. Yeah, but I I just want to know that you see with you doing me. it because I think you're leaving me out there by myself. You doing the John L with me? You ain't said Ray. You got it. You got to bring it, baby. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna bring it on the other half. Hey, you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. Got my man Ike. Wait a minute, the Spartan. I got to call him the Spartan. Hey, you know we top thing. 10, baby. You know, top 10. Big 10 thing. That's basketball. 10. Yeah, y'all no, no, always. Come on, we finished top 10. Oh, come on now. man. Come on, let's take a break. Take me out to the break, Mom. Take me out. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
Okay, you're back. This is Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. Of course, my man Ike hit you with some breaking news. Caldwell's out in Indianapolis, but Ike and I got a theory here. We think it's all part of, I'm saying we, I believe Ike is on board. He's going to let me know if he's going to pull the Elway on me or not. But (laughs) it's not even a conspiracy. It's just a blockbuster deal that could be happening. And and with Peyton, you know, getting a little bit of an opportunity, if if you will, uh, to have some communications with, uh, with, with, with the owners out there in Indianapolis, and, and and I think it might be, you know, it might be something that when you look at it, he at least understands the dynamics and what it would take in order to pull off a black a blockbuster deal like that because yeah, his players. brother was a part of it. And, and I'm sure him and Archie, the dad, you know, Peyton was involved in that conversation with here's how we can pull this together to make it work to get Eli in New York. And so what better person to have as a consultant because he understands, listen, if it's me, I'm going to tell you really, I, I, I got a thing where I feel like, listen, you know what? They could pull this one. Now, now listen, it, it, it happened in basketball. Mark Jackson came from the sidelines mm-hmm. behind the microphone. He's a head coach right now. Am I right? I still can't believe okay, that. Okay, now, okay, so Peyton Manning didn't play this year. Uh-huh. On the sidelines, assisting with, with with some with some coaching, okay. Okay. Is there a possibility that okay Peyton Manning be the head coach? And, Hell and, no. And, and, and the offensive coordinator. Hell no. And for the Indianapolis coach next year. What do you think this is CFL? Man, come on, it could happen. CFL. Hey, or Bill, the NFL. Bill Russell, player coach. You know, it could happen. You never know. Boy, you've been sipping just, your own Kool Aid. I'm just asking because Peyton could come. Out, it could come. Out. Now they're gonna have to pay twenty six million dollars. You know, come March. Now, it could be that the neck is so bad the man can't ever play again. He looked like Lurch. He can't move. See what I'm saying? Now, okay, so if he can't play, you telling me he ain't got some intellectual stuff going on up there about about this offense that couldn't nobody else run? And, okay, and now this this would mix luck coming to Denver because he would be stuck in Indianapolis under the tutelage of Peyton as his offensive coordinator and head coach. And I'm just saying, Woo. I wanted to throw some because you wouldn't buy into Woo. the other theory. So I'm giving you another theory. Woo. No, Come I, on. I think he got too much playing left in him. So I think he's going to try to shoulder You said he looked like Lurch. He do. But, you know. I Lurch mean, can't play football. I'm you got to get the head on that swivel. put the bolts on the inside because I don't see him on the outside. Okay, but I'm okay. telling you. But you agreeing with me, man. He does, not, he does not look I'm like not he's ready to. Yet. He's not look. He does not look. Like he's ready to play football. Nope. And as a matter of fact, even, okay, now, here's the thing about it, because I challenged you and Fish in the, in the office on the mic a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. about the responsibility of the organization to have the player's health in mind. When does the organization step up and tell Peyton Manning, guess what, you're too much of a liability for us, we're not going to let you play football, because we too agree you look like Lurch. You're ready for the sideline. Man, so much fan pressure coming in on that, and, and you know, you know, I, where I stand on this, I'm going to tell you if you don't know, fans don't run nothing. They get no play, even though they, you know. They, 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 they ran T-ball onto the field. Well, they, they, that's where I'm going. Okay. Except today, it's starting to change. you got to hear that fan pressure coming in. Happened in Denver. Happened in Carolina. I mean, right now. I don't know what Indianapolis fans would do if Peyton wasn't there. Would it be such an outcry that they go, ooh, we better not do this. The only thing, the, the here's the only thing I believe. The only thing that would make those fans happy in Indianapolis is if Andrew Luck was there. If, if Peyton, cause they, I believe this. And then you sell out on Peyton just like that? 
But here, but you understand that Peyton has bought you a Super Bowl, and Peyton can no longer play football because of his health. They don't want you to trade Peyton someplace else where he's going to step on the field and put an 18 on his back. They don't want that. But if you say that Peyton can no longer play football and is no longer going to be playing football, so we got to do the next best thing, then the only thing you gonna only way you're gonna make those fans happy is you bring Andrew Luck I in agree. there. That's the only way they're going to be happy. And, and again, I always talk about I don't like to go there with the black-white thing. No, you can't bring the Baylor quarterback no, in. No, sure. Indiana. Not you know, down in Southern Indiana. No. You, you got to bring in Andrew Luck. Now, here's the thing about it. Go back and ask me again, have I been doing some bad things, or do I really believe Peyton could be the coach of that team next year? And I, I'm going to say, I'm, but that wasn't a rhetorical question, but I'm going to answer it myself. Peyton could be the coach of that team next year. No because way, here, here, Okay, here's the thing about it. It's almost like, let me, let me give you another example. They had to have, in Denver, supposedly, if Tim Tebow was not going to play, that was going to be a different game plan for Brady Quinn because Brady Quinn can't run the offense that Tim Tebow runs. But he can throw the ball on third down. But he can throw the ball on third down. Okay, now. Obviously, there's no other quarterback currently on the Indianapolis roster that can run the offense the way Peyton runs it, except Peyton Manning. Didn't you see the season that Jim Caldwell just got fired for? And they don't have another Peyton Manning on that roster. Mm -mm. But their heir apparent, is what they believe, is Andrew Luck. And, and, and if Peyton is the man that I think Peyton is, he, there's two things Peyton can do. I don't think Peyton will jeopardize his livelihood. I think Peyton could teach Andrew Luck that offense. So I think Peyton could, would be retained on that team in some staff capacity. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, listen, Bill Coward, Number four. Bill Coward, Number four. Bill Coward was my special teams coach when I went to Cleveland and he was just my teammate the year before and he was a linebacker. And the next year he was my secondary coach and I'm looking, I'm thinking, Bill, come on, man. Right. You, you tell me how that respect. Okay, went. you try. You try, Well, I'm, I'm looking at him like I ain't, I'm giving him respect because of the position. But I'm looking at the other the guy. I'm, 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 but I'm, but, 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 but I'm looking at him out the side of my eye. But I'm looking straight ahead with the rest of the guys. And it turned out that Bill Cowell was a damn good coach and ended up being one of the best coaches during his era. So what I'm saying right. to you, how you slide? Because I'm just trying to make there. another example of a player who did that. And, and, and listen, Tony Dungy wasn't far. Now, it was a while before he got his head coaching job. Yeah. But, you know, he stepped off the field, got a chance to coach, learned, uh, got a job, boom. So I'm just saying, maybe it's time for them to take that next step. And they might, Indianapolis might want to try that. Man, Peyton is revered. There's a Mount Peyton in Indianapolis. See that right there? Okay. What's that right there? Okay. We who, wear, who wear that number? Man. Who wears that number that, that's retired now? Played in Green Bay, New York, uh, Minnesota. We ain't, I told you I refuse to go to that Favre. Okay. I refuse okay. to go that so, Favre. So, so I'm going to throw Favre in there with a guy by the name of A-Raj, who, remember, Brett Favre was highly PO'd when they took Aaron Rodgers. And if you know the relationship between, you would think that maybe Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers might be cool because of the time that he learned from Brett Favre. He never no no. Here's the thing about we, 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 here's the thing about it. No, he did. Yes, he nada. did. No, no, no. Nothing. He, he learned not to throw the ball away like that and be a gunslinger. He 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 learned from Brett Favre. It's what? like it's, it's like anybody who learns the right way is you take all the good things from them and you take that in and you, of course, play that out. 
the bad stuff, you kick that out. You don't make those mistakes. Okay, I'll even go with that. Okay. But there was no player to player or veteran to rookie, first, second, third year player okay, relationship. Okay, well, let's go back. Okay, we well, help the growth. Okay, okay, well, then do this. If you want to say that, then, then go to San Francisco. Let's go. Come on. Let's go to San Francisco. Where are we going? All across the coast. I'm there. Go on down. I'm in there. Hall of Famers. Let's go. Two of them. Right? Ain't no doubt about it. Joe Montana, Steve Young. Ah, chemistry, oh. no chemistry. None. Love each other, hate each Hated other. Hated each other. Okay, so that's what I'm saying, man. When somebody, I'm, I got, the, I got the exception, Randy Logan. Now maybe Randy just did it, but I come in as an All Pro guy, man. I'm wondering what you draft me for. This guy All Pro, y'all just went to the Super Bowl. That was something unique, because you don't, you, you're not gonna find that. We're too competitive. When somebody wants your job, they lined up. You know the way the things work. You what you play? You okay? Line up next. You next. I mean, you actually go right after the guy whose position you're trying but to change. You, you know, like I know that that's part of the whole team atmosphere. You gotta have some guys, Ray, that that understand that the the, the, the writing's on the wall, uh, and you got this veteran leadership and, and how important that is in the locker room. Yeah, but normally and, your and, and that might buy you a year or two. Yeah, yeah, but you got it. See, a year or two. But a year or two where you're at, and normally at that particular time, your skill set have diminished such that you don't, there's no going no place else. It's like hanging up and it's done. You know, it's all, one of the very other few places that we've seen this happen is when Donovan asked them to bring Mike Vick in, thinking that he still had something in the tank. And he was going to teach but, but, Mike. But, and Donovan was cool with that. <laughs> he said, okay, it's cool, bring him in. But they had something different. They had a different agenda. Yeah, we're going to get you out. Okay? So what I'm saying to you is that Normally, what happens when somebody comes in to air, a parent, a person is about to take over yeah. for you, air parent, you know, you're some bristles. And, and, you, and you realize your skill set have diminished and, and you're on your way out. But when you still feel like you can play the game, see, right now, Peyton, no, listen, man, I didn't play it all this year. There's still medical questions. So it's not that they're looking at the Peyton Manning that they had years ago that was this big stud and could throw the ball all over the place and could get that ball out of my hands in, in, in less than two seconds. No, my mind still works, but the body, you know, the, the body ain't reacting to the mind. And so what has to happen is somebody got to take over. So that's when you let the ego go away and you just step back. Because here's the thing about it. I don't think Peyton Manning wants to really go someplace else. And go out different than the horse that he rode in on. And and he rode into the Hall of Fame. Now, the thing about this, you're going to bring into question if you're a first ballot by going someplace else. And the record of which, man, we we, 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 we doing it. We, we, we went past a couple a couple breaks here. It's but, good stuff. But, but, but I think Peyton wants to stay there. He wants to be... The next Johnny Unitas, the next greatest quarterback that the Colts ever had. Man, that's garbage, Ray. Peyton want to go win another ring. He, but but listen, but if he, he ain't winning it in in Indy, but I, he, you don't think Peyton, Peyton thinks he can still do it, man? In, there in Indy, he, right, no, Peyton, right. no. Okay, time out. Right. Well, then, okay, here's what I'm gonna say. I to can you. go to San Francisco and play with Harbaugh. Here, no, here's what I'm gonna say to you. If what you're saying is true, Peyton would have asked for a trade. No, nah, that's not in his makeup. It's in, the, it's in the blood. It's not in his makeup. The family demands. They make demands, man. They're Mannings. Demands. They make demands. They don't ask. They demand. The Mannings. The Mannings. Don't you get it? The Manning. Demands. What <laughs> you talking about? Man, let's go on away from this, man. You got me on. Let's, let's talk about the games we just saw this weekend. <laughs>
I talk about the games we just saw this weekend. Hey, somebody man, coming my, in tired this man my, down. You got my blood pressure up real oh high, man. Oh, my God. He just sweat that's through my, his shirt. That's my man, Peyton Manning, man. That's my man. Go ahead, Peyton. Get it down. But listen, okay, let, 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 let's talk about San Francisco. Okay, you, you said San Francisco. I, I took us over there because we had some. Yeah, skip the break. We're going to skip the break. We're just going to ride this one out. Let's go. San Francisco 49ers. New York Giants got a game coming up against the San Francisco 49ers because the San Francisco 49ers did what I did. I'm going to give you, I think I'm going to give you a little bit of credit because I think as we was talking last week as the show was going on and we went and picked our teams, you, you got one that you didn't get right to, but I'm going to come back Which to... Which one did the, I get oh, right? Hold on, we we, we, we moving above, we're mm. going ahead. You're trying to skip Bayless and me. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the New Orleans Saints. Now, it, they lost. Why are we talking about that? But, but here's the thing about it is because they had one of those heroes that ride in on those horses that we just didn't think could be beat. And I, I really, I'm going to tell you, Cool Breeze, I, I just didn't think that they were going to go into San Francisco and, and play the way they did. And I'm going to tell you, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't Drew's yeah. fault completely. Yeah. It was a lot of balls dropped that were dropped. A lot of balls that were dropped. Okay. And, and the defense, you know, made a few mistakes. And when a team is hot, like the 49ers are hot on a roll, you got to come with your A game. B minus won't get it done. Because Frisco's playing the A game. And, and I just, all cylinders. You know, and of course, you know, the big boys over there, the Ohio State University, DB's Who? bringing it. Ooh. Who? Dante Whitney. Oh, man. Ooh, did you see that hit? That Jack Tatum stood up in heaven and said, Thank you, my man. Keep, it tr- keep the tradition oh, going. Oh, my God. Jack Tatum and hey, Woody said. Hey, had a great, I, I, and then let's get back, but uh, I'm watching, flipping in between. They had the 10 greatest hitters of all time in the NFL. Jack Tatum came in like number six, and, man, they showed some shots. Number six? I mean, it was a lot of folks upset. Well, well yeah, because, come on, he started off. Oh, they had a couple. It's, ca- it's still about Jack Tatum. Ca- I never even heard their name. It's still about Jack. It's, all, it's, Jack. it's all Jack. Jack. It's all Jack. Some of the hits they showed with Jack. Whitner, shout out. I think a couple tiles fell from my house oh, just for yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> just being scared. Huh? Hearing the footsteps, but I'm but I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give it up to the 49ers. I, they played a hell of a game. Of course, we you know we got my man Vernon Davis who's gonna be hosting at the Player Network event. In the event that they don't get into the Super Bowl. He'll be there for the entire time. Crossed? Why you got your fingers crossed? No, 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 no. You got your fingers no, crossed. No, you man. want him sitting next no, to you. No, no, man. You I, want him I'm, sitting next I, to you. I do like the Giants, but we're going to hold off on that. But but Vernon going to be there hosting with us. It may be abbreviated time if they're in the Super Bowl. An extended time if they're not at the Player Network. I event. like me some Vernon Davis, want to think, Hey, the, he a beast. Man, I like that Big boy. boy. Listen, big boys ain't supposed to run that fast. No, sir. There used to be <laughs> linebackers <laughs> and defensive ends back in I the day. I just like seeing him run by DBs. Hey, bro, it's a beautiful and, game. And I don't like that because he ran away from Malcolm Jenkins. So but Malcolm got him. But, but the thing about it is, see, listen, again, this is what I'm saying. Instinctively, football is about instincts. It is. When you see a man, listen, you are safety. You see a man beat your man off the line of scrimmage. Okay. You got to react. You can't sit back. React instantly. That's what the great ones do. You see it happen. Go get it. Go get it. He beat him off the line. He missed the jam. That's Vernon Davis. He, yes, run, like Vern- a four, he run like a 4-3. Go get him. That safety should have been breaking on that ball. You know, and so, uh, so I, so I That's had a, kill, that was hard. kills you, don't I, I, It kills me, man. Because I'm trying to make my man Malcolm Jenkins look bad. And it's like, listen, and listen, half of the men used to tell me, hey, Ray, check me out now. Because I'm finna take his head off. If I miss him, come get him. But, but, but I'm trying to jam him at the, Chris Collinsworth. Ooh, I think Chris still trying to get off the line. 
Oh, is it 25 years later? Oh, Chris Hanford, let him go. <laughs> Lenny, come on. Boom, boom, boom. Come on, man, play over. Let it go. I love it. Still trying to get off the line of scrimmage. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. When you, when you, when the corners are up there, yeah. see, corners, we talked about wide receivers. I'm going to get back to that. Corners don't always give safety the respect they deserve because the great corners will tell you they're great because they got some safety that they Over say, the listen, top. if I miss him, bro, pick him up for me. Pick him up. And when you pick him up, take him out. Pick that's him up. Champion take him was so cold. That's exactly right. That's why I was so cold. That's right. I, you got help. Whatever you do, that's right. you got help. That's you right. You can miss. You can slip. You got help. Okay. So let's, okay. okay so let's Frisco. Let's go. So the Frisco. So New Orleans, I mean, did you see, uh, you, you picked Frisco. I'll give it to you. I picked the Saints. It's okay. a gift. I got to use it. Okay. But, but, but what did you see there that makes you think they was going to, Cool Breeze that wasn't going to make it happen? I know it's your home, San Francisco means. But you know, it's I, there. It's in California. They at home. And I don't give too much at home. Home field advantage stuff, man. We playing football, you know. So, but what is it you saw? You know, you just felt like Frisco no, can no, make that happen. You know, I have an unorthodox way of picking my games. Oh man, I don't know if you remember the week before when I picked the Giants over Atlanta. Oh I, man, I, I I picked the Giants, bro. But you ain't getting me away you, from you, the Giants. You, you picked them for a certain reason. I picked them because you I, like the color of the uniform. No, no. <laughs> I found out that Ray Sweet. Edwards' girl. Oh man, come on! That's the wrong show. Uh, so, 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 I can't push no button. Cut the mic off. Wait, wait, wait. man, so, come on. So now I'm in San Francisco and I gotta pick this game. And, and you asking me how I do it? So we I got go, four minutes. In my mind, I'm going. Okay, New Orleans has to go to San Francisco, four hour flight. Okay, once they get there, no dome. It's gonna be colder because the hottest summer I spent. Was the summer I spent, well, the coldest winter I spent was the summer I spent in San Francisco. So the winds are swirling. It's cold. It was a nice day, though. But it was cold. It wasn't cold. It's cold when you ain't in a dome. Okay, so you picked San Francisco. Based on those two big factors, and I know you don't like my dirty laundry talk. Oh, no, we ain't But I had one more little tidbit uh, that put uh, me over the top. <laughs> I won't even throw it out there because it's a dirty okay, laundry. Okay, well, let's, okay, but, okay, now we got to go. Okay, we're going to move from see, that. You can see they okay, work. Okay, we're going to move from that. You see they work. Now, let's go. The Giants going into Green Bay mm-hmm. to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I picked the Giants. And if I'm not mistaken, I remember a man sitting across from me who I believe had a nice, nice, nice little color, you know, hoodie on that looked like the color what they wear up there in Green Bay. And you just couldn't get over that. And I think you were blinded by that because it was so brightly, you know, shining in your eye that you picked the Green Bay Packers. I did. To beat my Giants. NFC East, bro. Come on. Man up. Now, you asked me to tell you which one you picked. That's the one you picked. That's the one you lost on. And But I think I changed it. Oh, no. But I think. That was on another show. Right? Yeah. My show. <laughs> see, there you go. <laughs> see, you're going to pick them. Wrong on my show and right on your show. I, don't, I want you to give me your stuff. I want to keep. I want your credibility to be good. So you, better, you better pick them right here. I got integrity, show. baby. Okay, you got integrity. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just uh, listen, Eli. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. It's something about that. You looking at? We talked about body language. You know, so much so that do you know the little boy show went out and got psychologists and all that to, to come in to, to, to break it down. What we already know is listen, man. It's, it's in your heart. And what's in your heart comes through your eyes. And when it's time to go, you put your headset on and you go get it done. Man, did you, are you talking about this little thing called DNA? Man, it's in his D- Manning. Demanding. You know, okay. All right. So, but I'm just saying, now, now okay, now let me, now let's go up to the AFC let's and, go. And, and Tim Tebow. Now, did, now, if I remember correctly, 
We agreed. That's Tom Brady, man. That, that's that's Tom. Brady. We knew what Tom was going to do. We knew what Tom was going to do. But I, but I, I think you you said you questioned always their defense. Question the defense. I, I think you. But did. you know what I'm learning. You know what I'm learning. I hope I hope you learn Here's something. Here's what I'm learning. supposed to teach us. Check this out. Here's what I'm learning. You we got could, two minutes. Yeah, I know. You could you could be 17th, 18th, 30th, 20th during the season in defense. But if you peaking at the right time. Defense does matter in the playoffs, and right now, New England ain't the worst defense in the playoffs. Let me do the Stephen A. to the Skip Bayless. Come on. Let me teach you something. Here's what's happening. A lot of times, people get things misconstrued. They don't look at it this way. But guess why people are doing so well against that defense that the New England Patriots got, you know, yardage-wise. You know, not scoring. Bend don't break. But but you know why they bending and not breaking? It's because they've been so far behind that all they got to do is pass the ball to try to catch up. So that's why the numbers are <laughs> skewed like that. That, that. Check that out for good real. Point. That's a good point. Okay, let's behind. move on. Okay, so let's move on now. Okay, so we didn't we didn't address that. Other. So so it's one more game, and I'm gonna let you pull that with that last game out of there and see how you feel about that other game that was in the AFC. Okay, and I'm gonna let you call that game because New England <sighs> did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Okay, and and, and then and then. T Sizzle, your man, Ooh, and Ray Ray so, I, so I want you to go ahead and you, you, you recap that one the way you saw it happening because it, it happened the way we thought it was going to happen. Well, it, it, it's real simple. Uh, we got we got one minute. Ray too. Lewis doing what he does. Got one more big ride in him. Okay. Puts the fellas out there in the style that we know Ray Ray Lewis does, and then Ed Reed, the love of Flacco, starting to come out. Get ready, baby. I think it's going to be a raving year. Okay. Well, listen, we got about thirty seconds now. Ravens, Ray Ray, revving that engine up, going up into New England against Tom and Bill. Can they make it happen? Yes, okay. they can. Oh, they can make it. They, yeah, I yes, believe. they can. That you believe? I believe. I like that one. Okay, okay. I believe. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you on that one too. I got my boy Wilbur back there coaching the running back, so I so I want him to win so bad. And 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 Ray Ray got that. Q-Sci-Fi in him. So I want him to win so bad. <laughs> and I hate that Tom came from Michigan. I, I mean, I really do Me hate too. But hate my boy Josh is back up in there trying to get <laughs> some things together for them, too. And so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and the Giants. Because <laughs> I ain't ready to make my pick on that one yet. But I'm going to come back. San Francisco what? against the Giants. I, I ain't going to hesitate on this one. Giants. Gi- Giants. Super Bowl. Giants being the Super Bowl. Frisco. Okay, so just because you said that, then I'm going to go with the pass. I'm gonna go, we going to go against each other all the way around, and I'll see you next week, bro. I'll be Show right up. Here. Don't be scared. I'll be here. Okay, you've been listening to Rail Sports on the Voice of America Network. Ray going against Ike, but we got to go right now, so I'll see you next time. It will be the best time.